0: I don't know what what to make of those two over there. Today. Oh, yes. oh. Have, have you seen all those dangerous things those two ladies are doing? Yes wandering around, ripping the tag off mattresses. Oh goodness, how will you know if it's flame resistant or not if you do that? Indeed that is a total question I'm most perplexed by the whole thing. I, I saw one of them running with scissors earlier. Oh, it's terribly dangerous. They tell you not to do that. Absolutely. It's very, very dangerous indeed. I think one of them crossed the road without looking. I might even go as far as to say that those queer and pleasant strangers pose a clear and present danger. That's easy for you to say. Meeting strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm not Laura K. Dale. And I'm not Jane Eris Magna, and welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers, that podcast where we give ourselves tongue twisters to say in the cold open, because that seems like a good idea in an evening. It's not. Jane's shaking her head. No how, no. how are no, you doing? No, no, no. How are you doing this week, Jane? I'm quite squidgy. How are you? I'm also quite squidgy. Just had, we had a very big dinner today. I did. I also had quite a big lunch. Oh, so full of food. I'm full of salad and then noodles. Well, that's good, because that's what's going to power us to talk about all the things this week, is the copious amounts of food we've weighed, weighed ourselves down with. Noodle-powered loony! Indeed. Noodles and veg and some spring rolls, I think. It was a good old heckin' dinner. It was an excellent dinner, thank you very yeah. much. Oh, thank, you. thank you for enjoying. Uh where should we start this week? Um, what have you played? What well, have I played? No, not a huge amount this week. Uh-huh. It's it's more than a couple of things we've done. Let I me mean, It is. We 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 played that thing on the on the box. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up me 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 list. So yeah, Get we it up. we we played through A Way Out this week. We did, which is a co-op prison escape game that we played on the Xbox. It is. How how you find that? They never took me alive. They'll never take us alive. We wanted a third ending to that game. That game yeah. has two endings. We we don't like either of them. No, that's, no. That's not to say we don't like this game. It's a very good game. It's a very good game. I just it wasn't totally sold on that being the only two options. But we had to make one of these two choices. Yeah, it sort of went, buddy thing, buddy thing, buddy thing, buddy thing, fuck you! (laughs) And I was not feeling that So I'll, I'll put it this way, like, the bulk of this game is prison escape, be on the run, get your revenge go be a couple of friends on the run from the law together. Play some and darts, some connect 4, some yeah. baseball. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. Like, I had a lot of fun with the, um, particularly all the like, chase sequences and the action sequences where right. it panned so back and forth where we were both doing different things at excellent once. Excellent camera work in that. Oh gosh, yeah. Top the Koala. All of the action scenes of that game were fantastic. Oh. The plot did a thing near the end that that the, makes a lot of sense, yep. but that neither of us saw coming. It went full right hand green on us. It, uh, I, 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 during my lunch break today I watched back some clips of earlier points in that game and, oh yeah, they telegraphed that, that plot twist but we did not see it. Um, the, the clues were there. Yeah, I mean I'm one of those idiots that accepts everything that I'm told. So, so do I. I didn't question it in the slightest. So I get manipulated a lot. Oh, bub. I yeah I I didn't see it coming in the slightest. I thought it was a fantastic like the thing they did with that game was like oh oh that was a, that was a twist they did. Yeah, I had a very fun time. Buddy cop escaping from no, <laughs> definitely not buddy cop buddy buddy criminal escape from prison times. Yeah, all that connect four and the splash splashing. Yeah, we 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 stopped to do several mini games including like I I balanced on a wheelchair for as long as I could. We played connect four. All these were very important things to do on the run from the lore. Yep. So yeah, what about you? What have you played this week that wasn't a way out? We also played some Secret of Mana. Oh, we did. I think we finally got to the point where we have additional co-op characters, so I could start playing. I think we're we're, we're nearly half an hour in. Um, No, more than that. More than that. I think we've been at it. Partly because I kept dying, (laughs) because apparently I'm not very good at old games. You we... explain why I never used to be very good at them back in the day. <laughs> well, see, it's easier to be better at them when, when you're younger because you've got all the time in the world. Now we've got none of the time to bash our head against these problems. Yeah, and I don't I don't think it helped that I was kind of trying to rush through it in a sort of like, I want to get through this so we can play together rather yeah. than me sitting here playing main character. So, for anyone who doesn't know, Secret of Mana is, what, 90s? 90s Super Nintendo World 95? Something like that, mid-90s. And... It's it's an action RPG, so you're not doing turn-based combat. It's all, like, action combat on the field. But it was one of the few SNES RPGs to have multiplayer and to have co-op. But you don't get that until you get to a certain point in the game. Like, I think we were nearly at the second boss before we got co-op. Might even have been after that. Uh, it was after that. Yeah, we had to beat at least the first two bosses well. to get co-op, and... Once we did, it was a lot of fun, but it was a lot of like, I'm sure co-op's just around the corner. We got there eventually. It was released in
1: 1993.
0: 93, goodness. I I feel infinitely young when I realise How didn't that. get it until 94, so it's the same year as, um, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, and I think Super Metroid. I was three at that time. I was much older than that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, how how are you how are you finding that other than the probably shouldn't rush so fast to get through it I want a pet rabbit. Rabbites are adorable. I want one of the pink ones Yay. later on. Uh, considering how much we were just like trying to brute force our way through that, ah. the rewind function on the SNES mini is really nice. I very much approve of that. Particularly when you've got a game like that where it's like, oh, you died, go back to the last time you saved that might not have been for 20 minutes. I think that sort of age has got me used to the concept of
1: that things auto save and yeah.
0: and and old games just don't do that. So there is much more potential for that. Although generally with with any sort of RPG, if there's a save point in town, I will head to that first. But that's the problem. I head to it first. <laughs> And I really should be heading to it first and possibly on the way back out of town. Yes. We've we've been spoiled a little bit because the last one, the the last RPG that we sort of played through together was Xenoblade 2. And that did a really nice thing where if you died, you kept all the experience you gained before you died. And like something like that, I don't feel so bad about replaying. I barely saved that game. Yeah. I just put the switch in standby. And <laughs> yeah, put your faith in auto save. Put it in standby when you're done. Yeah. Gain the experience if yeah. you die; it's all good. Exactly. 140 hours later, not a problem. Yeah. Whereas with something like this, where I might lose 20 minutes progress, I'm far more likely to go. I died. I'm just going to turn this off. I'm. I don't want to. Yeah. Don't want to replay 20 minutes again. Yeah. I'm. I'm quite looking forward to the, having that feature when we get to the final boss. <laughs> yes. I I. I was asked by a friend to come over and basically play one of the second characters so that he (laughs) had a better chance at it. Yeah. Um, And it was basically, stand there, hold this, I will do everything else. (laughs) Midge mallet, midge mallet, midge mallet. Okay, everyone gets a barrel now. Okay, now release your thing exactly when it does this. And we were at that for about an hour and a half, I think. And then he fucked it up, or ran out of something, and, and it's it's going to be really nice to be able to. It's a long battle, so the, to be able to do everything absolutely perfect with the with the rewind function, yeah, um, would be nice. It, it's one of those things. Like I could get through Secret of Manor again without that rewind safe statey features, but. We've not got the time for that. We want to get through a lot of games. We want to see and a lot of nobody stuff. nobody got
1: time for that.
0: Yeah, like we did a way out. We've got uh, Liffy Strang. We've got Liffy Strang like, before the storm. Out. Yeah, we're going to go play that prequel that we, we need to get around to playing. We do. We need to check out our, our, our blue-haired pal. See how she's doing in the past. How she do. How she do. Oh. Yeah. Uh, what else did we play? What else did we play? We played a thing together. What's that expansion called for Clank that we played? Uh, ship. Sunken Treasures. I keep wanting to call it shipwreck every time and it's <laughs> Sunken not Sunken, Sunken tre- treasure. Sunken Treasures, which is an expansion for Clank, which we've talked about on this show before. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the board game, deck builder, go down the dungeon, try, try to get out alive without waking the dragon and getting killed. Find How- as much treasure as you can, return yeah. to the village, hopefully victorious and not at all crispy and dragonified. <laughs> And the Sunken Treasures one basically adds in a bunch of new cards to the deck building. A bit more splashy-splashy. Yeah, there's underwater sections that, like, you have to go above water at some point in your turn or you take damage. damage. Breathe. Um, There was some new mechanics introduced, like cards that would encourage you to discard. discard. Uh, So, like, you didn't get that card's benefit, but you'd get a benefit for doing the discard. Not that card. Discard. Discard. Uh, Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was a really nice... It's good. Yeah, nice refresher on a game that we already very much like playing. Yeah, what, 50, 50 odd new cards, 56... Uh, maybe not even that. Um, yeah, sort of 40, 50 new cards, um, some new tokens, and a new double-sided board. Yes, that double-sided board is, is so nice. Yes. I love that Clank does that. It's just like, yeah, here's, here's another printed set of things. Here's <laughs> hard <His heart> mode. <laughs> well, it seems like such an easy thing to do for board games, is just reprint, like, there must be so little work required in... Balancing it, though. Yeah, I suppose balancing. But again, like I love that client does that. I do. I think Renegade Games have done a beautiful job there. And the fact that um, Sunken Treasure also has its own section on the app. So I, I don't know what specific things for Sunken Treasure, that chains, but it, it does have that option, so we should give that a try sometime. I think so. But you whooped my ass again, survived, I was
1: one room away from the exit.
0: We had such a close game. Did. Um, it's One of the things I really love about Clank is how well it works as a two-person game, because there were so few board games that you could have that close a game two-player. Oh. Like, we were fighting tooth and nail down to the end, we both were only a couple of damage away from, from dying, um, the dragon was about to attack, and it's like if Jane had been killed, I would win if I got hit, Jane would win, and Jane got hit, so I won. Uh, no, I think you would still have won cause well, I was down by I was down by thirty points, I would have got twenty points for leaving, yeah, and I wouldn't have got twenty points for leaving. Okay. So, so that yeah, would have offset so would the, have the, have the deficit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Actually, Plus yeah. on top of that you'd have got an extra that's 10 points for um, if you escape one of your cards got you 10 extra points if oh, you yeah. escaped. It yeah, you'd, you'd have won if I'd taken that damage. Hm? Yeah, that's fair then. So yes, yeah. yeah, so considering I was, it was like <laughs> one turn away I think we would have been alright. You, you took the chance and swooped in with that final dragon attack. Yeah. I deliberately bought a few cards being like let's, let's take Please trigger let's a dragon. Let's take the chance. If it triggers a dragon there's, we're gonna stick the hand into the blind bag and see who gets hit, and it just lucked out that it w- that it was you that got hit. Lucked out. There was no, no luck involved. I I had just a bajillion t cubes in there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Clunk continues to be fantastic. Like, oh. I highly recommend it. Like it's, yeah. I think it's some of the, like the best time we've had out of board games. Like that's been such a good. Investment. It's it's one that we've both been sort of quite happy to keep coming back to. Yeah, and. Some board games don't have that replayability. I think deck builders inherently have a better chance of being replayable. Yeah. But, like, yeah, Clank really does have. I will very happily, like, once a week come back and be like, yeah, let's play another game of Clank. I mean, I'm happy to play a few games per session, but uh, we have oh, other board games and, and all my Kickstarters will probably be arriving by the end of the year. So. Oh, goodness. Do you want to talk to people about which ones you've got coming? I've, assuming they arrive, because it is Kickstarter, but they're generally all looking quite promising. I have Kickstarted Consentical. Oh. Um, sorry, I got a bit lost there. <laughs> um, Consentical... Uh, Tiny Epic Zombies, because that looks quite good. I've already got a print and play version of both of those, so if nothing else, I have a game that will be playable as a result (laughs) of that. Uh, What Stuffed. Stuffed, which I believe is being shipped end of July. So that looks good. Um, You've got the TMNT one. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Munchkin. Mm -hmm. And Village Pillage finishes in a couple of days, probably by the time this goes up. And that looks really epic, too. Hooray. Uh, have you played anything else this week? Have I played anything else? Why, yes, I have. <gasps> Tell me about what else you've played. I played Wonder Boy 3 The Dragon's Trap, or I'm just going to call it Wonder Boy The Dragon's tra- Trap on Switch. I watched you play in some of that. Is, I'm still not very good at it, even from <laughs> when I played it on the Master System. Uh, but it's it's pretty. I like the new improved graphics. I like the hitting the button to switch back to the old graphics and go. Ha! I was shit at this. <laughs> so yeah, this is this is a master a, a master system. Did you say it's a master system game yes. that's been remastered? Yeah, the the remastered animation is so gorgeous. It's really pretty. I didn't really like it when I originally saw it in the in the shop, but I'd heard good things about the remaster and, and thought I, I would give it a look. And yeah. that the animation's quite fluid. It's a nice sort of. Hand-drawn style. Yeah. Um, I'm still not very good at it. I'm doing better than I was, but yeah. yeah, it's 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 a fun little game of you have been cursed and you have to try and um, go through a series of incarnations of being different uh, monsters. So you start off as uh, as the the titular Wonder Boy or Wonder Girl. You have an option, Hooray. although that later sort of seems to vanish as any concept of a thing. Oh, I, mean, I hate when games do do it's... the fake gender choice. You're Wonder Girl. Okay, awesome. Okay, and now I will be constantly described as lizard man and mouse man. So, and f- si- slight diversion. The one game I really remember doing this was Saints Row: Get Out of Hell, mm. where you could play as um, Kinsey. yeah, you could play as Kinsey. And the problem was, is every like you would complete a mission as Kinsey. And then the cutscene would just go, Johnny Gat! And then where Johnny where Gat where? came in and saved the day. And then at the end, I'm, I'm just going to spoiler it, Kinsey gets kidnapped, and Gat has to go sa- save her, even though, like, in my playthrough, she was the one doing everything. And then it's like, nope, she's kidnapped, go be Johnny to save the day. Yeah. Like, I'd rather they I'm not gave me the option. That, yeah. it, it wasn't good. It, I keep saying it for, like, two, three pound on on Steam sales and going, I like Saints Row 4, but I want to keep playing as my president. Here's here's the thing about Gan out of Hell. Take Saints Row 4, Mm -hmm. put like a red filter over the world, change the superhero jump to Angel Wings, wings, and then make everything reference Johnny Gat, even if you play as Kinsey. And, And some new weapons. Yes. And either are based on the Seven Deadly Sins. <laughs> it presents itself as a musical game. Like, like it's like a musical. Yeah. There's like two songs oh. in the game. There's like one song at the beginning, one song in the middle, maybe a credits song. Hashtag disappointed. Hashtag very disappointed. I loved Saints Row 4. Did not dig out of hell. I found Saints Row 4 very empowering as a massive pink head, stumpy booted, <laughs> very overweight. Um, president of the united states low blowing people for fun i i still think saints row 4 is like the best game at nailing like over the top things that make you feel like a badass you do i didn't i don't think i got in a car once that game yeah well just like the opening <laughs> sequence of that game is climb a nuke that's flying into the sky and i think you leap off it at one point and land in the president's like chair in the white house to the that th- tune of don't wanna miss a thing yeah that was a whole thing that was pretty well. I was thinking more about like the next scene in that when you go uh, sort of presidential, 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 and the the enemy the aliens invade, and um, then you go yeah. and do literally space invaders in three D <laughs> um, with this giant uh, sort of rocket uh, or gun Tyrants, in place, flat yeah. cannon, I suppose. Um, that that's it's a pretty epic scene and it's it's done really well that whole game was done really well it's great it's great for a power fantasy and i think because i was one of those people that spent a lot of time playing games like um grand theft auto 3 mm. i get out of prison i <laughs> log the chi and i stand there in front of the the police station just willfully shooting down cops with the unlimited ammo, whatever yes. gun I picked and I do this and then I go to hospital and then I respawn and start the whole thing again. Because that was fun to me. Oink. Not doing all the things and Oink. not going through the same uh missions again and again and again. Like the only the only Grand Theft Auto I managed to sort of get into for fun was San Andreas. Oink. So like to then go, Oh yeah, have you heard of, of Saints Row like the series on mm, Yeah Well, it's like GTA, but more fun. Okay, and I jumped in at three and had a brilliant time. It's so weird. If you play one or two, they're quite serious, like, GTA games. Apart from the poo gun. Uh, Apart from the poo gun. But, like, generally they were trying to be, like, oh, serious, here's a plot and stuff, and then three rolls around and they're just like, ah, forget it. Let's have giant people dressed in soda cans. Yeah, let's have a dubstep gun, because why not? And That was four. But yeah. Uh, yeah, there was and there was so much good music. We we should replay Saints Row Four at some point. I think we should do a playthrough <laughs> together. <laughs> and we'll just trade the controller back and forth. We can play co-op. Is there co-op in four? Yes, there's co op in three as well. I played I played Saints Row Four in single player. I had no idea it had co op. I think we should take over the simulation of Steelport. Should we put that after Liffy Strang on our list? Yeah. <laughs> uh did you play anything else or is that your played list? So, I've got two other things, one of which I'll just wrap through really quickly. Um, that game you picked up on the Switch, it's Spring Again? It's Spring Again. Yeah, went through that, took like five minutes. It's really cute. It's, it's really adorable. That has a very adorable art style. I know, right? Yeah, if you've got little people in your life, this is a good thing. Definitely. Um, there is a bit where the you got to turn leaves to autumn and it doesn't really register properly. In the autumn there is a thing where it won't make the fruit grow properly on the left hand tree. Yeah. That's if you shake the tree a few times it seems to clear it. I don't Yeah. Know be be aware of that going in so you don't have like annoyed little people. Yeah. Ha- just thump, thumping just, your, your switch. I not work. I wonder if it is out on like Android devices or anything like that. I it feels it's, like it, feels it would like be that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. And so maybe you can find it cheaper on there. But I think it was like one pound seventy nine. Yeah. Um. It's pretty. It's short, and it repeats. And I know little people tend to like things that repeat. Repetition I mean. is like yeah. Again, it goes, goes down well if watching Teletubbies talk. Anything. <laughs> again 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 again. And then there was one last thing that we did together, mm. which is we started building some Nintendo Labo this week. Mm. How old well did you get on with that? Can you start on that one. Um, So I'm someone that's like very instruction. I like just sitting and following instructions as I'm told, when I'm told, and I very much have been enjoying Labo as just a, okay, do what I'm told, do the thing, fold the thing. Yeah, I made the thing. You are a lot more of the sort of, I can see how this is going to be built, I'm just going to start building it. <laughs> This is your You build. have your thoughts. I will talk about my thoughts in a minute. So um I very much enjoyed putting together we put together a a uh, a house, made of cardboard. It it was uh I think all of the build instructions worked well, like it all came together nicely. Um had some silly, weird fun putting things in the side of a house and having this little Tamagotchi thing that we fed food to and it changed colours and we played some games. It was all very mini-game ish. It was all like Here's a thing to experiment with what you've made. This isn't something you're going to necessarily come back to and want to do again. I don't know. That's, that's sort of where I'm at. I, I'm in the midst of making... I'm just going to show Jane. Today, during my work day, I started making handlebars for a motorbike. Brum, brum. Yeah, the... Uh, that does sounds this one you do can... a turn? No, that one has a button. Ooh. But this one does a turn for Where's accelerating. Oh, it will have a... Oh, It'll right. have a Joy-Con in it. And then I think oh, that button me. pushes part of the Joy-Con inside. Oh, heckings. So, yeah, I started building a, a set of handlebars to play a, a motorbike game. <laughs> yeah. It's, I quite like it as someone that enjoys putting together, like, Gundam model kits. I don't think I'd have ever bought this for 60 quid. But I'm very much enjoying my time with it. Are you just looking at how the handlebars work? (laughs) I'm I'm looking at this very narrow motion on this button and this button and this button. I'm guessing... Well, I suppose that would touch... Anyway, I'm not going to do this on a a (laughs) recorded medium, but yes, that is certainly a pair of handlebars Handlebars for a thing. The, The accelerator is quite responsive with its springing. I was quite proud of that. Anyway, your thoughts on that, though. You just sure you don't have any other thoughts? Go on, get your thoughts out. Okay, I'm not impressed. That's fair. Um, Go on. I, it's having seen it and interacted with it now, I would be very disappointed if I paid pay for that. Yeah. Um, it is exactly. As it, it seems a big old box of cardboard and some random accessories and <laughs> a a a game cartridge. Certainly. With some mini-games that could largely be dealt with as non-ToyCon-related games. I totally agree with you. The cardboard is completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. The cardboard is also entirely why I love this. I... I, I <laughs> Okay. I had fun building the cardboard thing. Yes. To some degree. Uh, I, I felt it was a little bit slow in places because it has some sort of fairly standard actions. Like... You've pulled it. It is, ca- it is It is scored along these lines. Please fold them. It's like, okay. And at worst, I found a couple that was like, actually, bend this the other way. Well, it's done me no harm bending it one way first, so I'll just bend that back. Oh, there it is. It looks absolutely fine and works absolutely fine, and that's not a problem at all. <sighs> Maybe the environmentalist in me just goes... Um, it's a big box of cardboard, and I think what is going to happen to a lot of those is that they're just going to get trashed by kids once they've finished yeah. building them. I didn't feel like the the games that we played had enough to them to make it to make it worth what what we were getting out of it. Like it felt like slightly extended WarioWare. So. With a massively expensive uh, interaction thing. If they wanted to build cool models out of cardboard, I would be super into that. If they wanted to build a series of mini-games, I'd be, okay, I'll maybe give and take that. But I didn't feel like there was enough in it. It was fun, (laughs) but fun in a kind of, like, if I could go around a friend's house and go, plug, 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 I'd I'd probably be done with it in sort of 15, 20 minutes. I, I... Totally see your point. Like, mm-hmm. Labo's not going to be for everyone. No. Like, I am someone where, like, one of my favourite things to, like, calm myself down and that I find really cathartic is just very slow and methodical following instructions only as and when I'm told them and, like, putting the thing together and then being like, ah, and now it functions and I did the thing and it works. And it's... Even if the mini games at the other end of it are, like, eh, a bit nothing. Mm. um Like, I'm... I'm I want to get further into building this stuff because, like, we know that some of the bits from some toy cons will work with other ones, and maybe that will do some interesting yeah, things. I'm, I want to play with the piano. I want to have a look at that. Yeah, but, I want to play with the piano. Um... I'm I'm building the the motorbike handles because that one looks like the most full featured game. Is it looks like basically Mario Kart? It's like, hey, do do some kart racing mm. with handlebars. Mm. I even if there were no games at the other end of it. I'm like I'm just enjoying the building cardboard. But, then, car sell but yeah. then sell that. But then sell that because like I like I said I would be super into that. I would totally be up for. Hey, here is a fun thing that isn't games. Yeah. Build a thing and and it will have twisty things thanks to the power of well, of, of of elastic bands. How's how's this? We'll build the the uh, the handlebars for the motorbike, and then we just won't put the switch in, and you can just be like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's a cool handlebars. <laughs> How about that? But the the point is, we're talking about a product <laughs> as a whole. That's yeah. And and some of so, the people listening to this <laughs> might be considering whether or not they want to buy so, the Labo system. You, you here's the thing: I can't disconnect my brain from the fact that if you are someone like me that just likes following, like that doesn't get annoyed because the instructions are going too slow, and it's like, right, I won't fold that fold until it tells me to fold that particular fold. This might be for you because I'm just like oh I, I, I made a thing and it does a thing now. Heck, I, I enjoyed that and 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 and, 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 and the, with the the Tamagotchi uh, comparison that you drew with certainly with with the house, the fact that there is a little tiny digital TV version <gasps> of your character on the TV <laughs> in that house that looks really like Tamagotchi. Yeah, <laughs> just made me go <laughs> hmm. There's... I I, yeah. I enjoyed some of the mini games in that. That was quite fun to do all the different things and work out and I, I don't want to spoil any of them I suppose. Yeah. But if you you plug two different um of the the plug things well, into two diff- or more. Two, well, yeah. three seems to just take you to the same place as before. Okay, as that's tell. fair, yeah. Um but yeah, but t- two different ones in different places will will trigger different um uh, mini games to launch. One of them, I think, you was it the key we put on the bottom, and you got a, a little fan that would blow your character oh, up. Yes. And then we had to sort of move the the character sort of by tilting Perhaps. as they went higher up, without them bashing into spiky things in the in the. What's the game with the you draw the little lines and you bounce the character up higher and higher and higher? Is that doodle jump? Is doodle that what jump. It's something, something, something like, 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 that. That. like it, that? It feels a bit like that, but within with a fan rather than trying to make yeah. So... All of these minigames were a bit, like, ultimately, like, I'm not going to feel the urge to go back to them, but I really liked just messing around with, oh, it's really interesting seeing what you can make the Switch technically do. Like, I... No. The thing that got me was doing the little rem- tiddly remote control car thing that vibrated across the floor, and re- seeing that you could see a tiny screen of, like, where it was going from the Oh, IR yeah, we opened up the garage, yeah. Yeah. Like, I hadn't recognised, like... Oh, that IR camera on the, on the Joy-Con actually can see quite a lot. Yeah, that doesn't show up well in YouTube videos, because I, I watched the Outside Xbox um, crew playing with yeah. um, the one when they got invited to the press event, mm. and the, the video from that, you couldn't really tell much from, from what they were showing, I, but when we had it here, I was like, I could easily navigate just looking I, at that. I think the part switch. of it is we know the space. So we knew what we roughly what we were seeing. I was definitely seeing much more depth than I'd been able to see in a YouTube yeah. video. I think obviously some of that is light and dark, and yeah. how YouTube likes to compress the <laughs> shit out of things. But that's the thing is, while we both disagree on 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 labo, I think I think it was fun. It's... I just don't think it was worth as much money as you're asking for. It. No, like I got one through work. I'm. I'm deeply enjoying like putting it together. It's, it's just nice catharsis. Yeah, like, like, um, don't I'm... get me wrong. I, it, it has fun. And, <laughs> and, but for me, value for money is, is a big thing because it's a pole. That's fair. <laughs> I, I, here's the thing. If I look at this versus, say, sometimes I build Gundam model kits and I might spend between 20 and £50 pound on one of those and I might get like six hours out of building it and for me, a lot of the joy of, like, what I've spent that money on is like, hey, I spent a bunch of time building this thing, and I feel really good at the end. And I'm probably going to get more building time out of this than I will out of a Gundam model kit. Because, like, this is, this is... I feel like it's taking me a lot of time. So what's in there? The piano? Yeah. The motorbike? Yeah, the house. The house? The fishing rod? Uh, you... Uh, what else Um, is in there? And the... What's that thing? Oh the tanks. Oh the tanks, yes. So there's so five things and then say so the fishing rod's what an hour and a half. That's supposed to be about two hours. Yeah, about two hours. So it's three and a half hours. Then the, the the um the tank was about ten minutes. Yeah. Um so uh the piano's supposed to be another you know, three hours, the house was about an hour. So we've got about six and a bit hours out of that.
1: I don't it's like... the
0: the that labo sets what 50 pounds yeah something, something like that yeah so you bought maybe say three of the smaller Gunman kits yeah i i don't know maybe it's just the physical size that these things are ending up when they're done i feel like i'm i feel like i'm getting a decent amount out of building these things so i'm glad <laughs> I'm no, no. I like. I get this a lot. Like, I'm totally glad that you're enjoying this, and I really hope lots of other people are enjoying it. Oh no! But I don't. I'm think not criticising work. your your perspective. I'm now just like, oh, I'm so, so sorry because she was so skittish about telling me how you thought felt about it. I was like, no, I wasn't skittish. I just wanted to. You wait just until kept you said being, your piece. Ah, that's all right. Well, that's Labo. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have a mess around with the, the garage section in it to make. Things and see what I can do with that in a bit, but like, any other thoughts on on Labo? Yeah, the, uh, the other thing I, I I had a bit of an issue was, um, and I have giant frickin' hands. Um, the house, the way you play with that, the way you play with <laughs> that, yeah, that's the sad. way you play with the house. Very much requires you to do things like tilt it and be able to turn a thing on the bottom while pressing a button on the side. In some cases, I. And it felt really ungainy to try and hold hold this quite chunky house. And I don't know how people with much smaller hands are going to deal with that. I I agree with you, but I have a secret suspicion as to how they expect that to be done. I think they're expecting a parent and child to play with this together. And as such, you've got four hands going, like, sat at a table together maybe, and you've got someone doing the dials and then the parent holding the box up or something. Okay. That's that's my suspicion as to maybe how they want it played, but you're right, it's really ungainly to play those minigames. Oh, Like, I'm just having a quick look through to see if there's any, like, obvious promotional material that sort of shows how people are interacting with it. Try try searching the Labo House, maybe? Um, yeah, I mean, there there's a, a family building the robot one there. Yeah, like, a lot of their promotional material, material has been... Parent and child doing thing together. Yeah. And I wonder if that's how they expect you to use the house. Okay. So which one which one of us needs to be parent? I I guess that's me. As okay. <laughs> the one who's easily jaded. As, as, you go, you as, can as be the one the that's person. enjoying making my thing. I'm just going oh, I can make my thing, you hold Not the anything. box up for me. Yes, dear. <laughs> Yipees. Is is that <laughs> as dumb for played? Uh, yeah, that's all I played with. Myself oh. doesn't count. <laughs> well, time
2: for something else then. Hey, 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 you, how are uh, you doing? You, uh, you good? Good on you. Getting to the getting to the, 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 the ready for the build, are they? Yep,
1: ready for the build. Uh, we've got uh, done a done a full trip down the old uh, supplier. Got, got good... Sh- Good supply here, we got, got the uh got the uh got all the tools we need. We got the bricks. Got all the bricks, got all the bricks, got oh. uh, got some got some uh windows ready to install. Oh. Um, we, we
2: got we got the foundations that like all those bricks are just gonna solidly like lock into. We've yeah, got the absolutely.
1: We, 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 everything's gonna lock in nicely together. I might, make, might I don't know where my voice is going. It's all over the fucking place. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So we we're, we're working on this. What well, I think I think it's gonna be a, a very good steady build. We got uh,
2: excellent supplies. I think this is gonna be uh, pretty sturdy. Oh, we got all, all uh, you know. and make sure those bricks are all you know consistent colours that so we can get like a good finish on this.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And we've got uh, the uh, blueprints here that we've uh, we've printed out. So already you can see all all of the design what it's going to look like and step by step exactly what we need to be doing when building this.
0: Dad, have you finished building the Lego house yet,
1: <laughs> son? There's a lot to this. We've got to like we, we, we've we got all the bits. Probably another five or six six hours or so. There's
0: one hour on the box. Are you billing
2: for all those hours? Um, uh, can you get us a cup of tea? <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome, come in, come in, come in. Uh, it's time, sure. sure. Time, yeah. time for the meeting, time for the meeting. Yeah. Um, so, as you're uh, all aware today, um... We, we recently released um those terrible tasting jelly beans the taste of like um you know farts and snot and, snot and grass and stuff and it yeah. have been a real real treat with the with the with the teens and the youth because yeah. you know teenagers are gross and the, they find yeah. things funny and they, the, the funny gross is a thing yeah so we need to come up with more of these flavors and i think they've got to be more extreme than before because more extreme exactly know. that's how you get that's how you get people to buy the new ones is because they're more extreme but We gotta walk the line. Where is the line between funny-gross and gross-gross? Okay, so we've got this one we're we're trying out at the moment. It is a bandage found at the bottom of a swimming pool. Um that, that's actually tested pretty well with our audiences but I I personally thought that would have been over the line. So well, see I I I'm I, not one to judge where the line is. I think I think that that one's fine cuz cuz the chlorine in the water you uh, know right. it, it gives yeah. a sense of cleanliness um but, plus also like for all you know that's your bandage we, you don't know. Ah uh, okay that, you yeah, know, yeah, maybe that, that, that makes it makes a yeah. difference. Yep. Uh, so so we we got one um, that, you know, I, I thought the kids would not be into, and they are, it's apparently focus testing well, motor oil. Oh, we, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we just thought they were going to throw up at the stuff, but apparently, like, nah, it's a challenge video now. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's, um, well, uh, one that's, uh, is, has been a bit uh, politicized recently, we've got, um, Tide Pod. Oh, oh, Tide Pod. How's, how's that doing with the focus groups? Well, it, I think people are liking the fact that they can actually taste it without... Definitely dying. There it, have been not, some side effects, though. So uh, we're we're is, is taking that back to RD. Like, like the Tide Pods—is this actual poison? Um, we are still waiting for the FDA to get back to us on that. Okay, but for now, kinda. Okay, so we got one that's a um, little bit more of an abstract one. You know, our our, our primary demographic is like 18 to, 20, uh, 18 to 20, you know, guys that, you people know. On, people with a YouTube channel. Exactly, people exactly. who will eat anything so, to so, just get a laugh. So, gross that. things to that demographic. Yep. Feelings flavor. Wow. Yeah. They're not digging feelings flavor. No, I would imagine that is well over the line. That is too gross for them. Feelings yes. are gross. Yes, absolutely. Um, and now we noticed that these um, videos where people will lance a boil or squeeze oh. a spot has got a lot got a lot of popularity. So we are making uh, um, discharge from a uh, carbuncle flavor. Um, funnily enough, that doesn't really taste too much. It's a little bit salty. I, I think I think I know where the line is. I yeah. think I found the line of yeah. what goes from funny-gross to gross-gross. Sure, shoot. Funny-gross is the discharge from the carbuncle flavor. Gotcha. Gross-gross is when you squeeze that jelly bean and some goo comes out. I think that's where we draw the line. So I should get rid of the gooey ones that we're doing a whole line of. Well, I mean, if you made them, we'll try them, but... <laughs> yeah, um... It's it's weird because you squeeze them at first and they come out kind of white, and then after a while they go clear, and then red. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, was that your limit there? Ah, that's my limit. I think this meeting's cold to a close. Okay, so those ones are going in the biohazard bin. We're still waiting for feedback on the tide pods. And um, good, um, meeting. good yeah, meeting. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good meeting. Good meeting. Good meeting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I broke you. Hey. What have you listened to? Oh, what have I listened to? What have you listened to, my well, dear? dear? I've listened to a few things. I'm just finding my listen section, Ooh. as I often have to do. Um, so I listened to some new music this week. That was The main thing I did was I listened to music. I don't know how long I'm going to keep that voice up. I think I'm going to stop it here. Okay, dear. Oh, now that you're continuing it, I want to continue it. <laughs> I, don't to <laughs> I don't want to be the only uh, one to not to make this one. Um... So I listened to a track called "Big Houses" by a band called Squaloscope. Uh, <laughs> that was a very confused look you gave me. I mean, that's quite a name. Yeah, Squalloscope. I don't know what that means, but it's what the band is called. That big one. houses, squalor, um, the uh, Squaloscope. But um, the the scope of the squalor. Either how one views squalor, or or um, the amount of squalor you have, like the, the scope of the your view squalor? from the squalor. Um or it it shows everything through a slightly impoverished window. So, the track was called Big <laughs> Houses. It's uh, a very soft, like gentle piano-driven track. Um with like they get slightly faster and more frantic as it goes. Um, it gets a little bit out of pace with itself in a way that is like as if someone's trying to keep up with themselves. Um nice. this this vocal track feels at times like it's sort of Overpaces itself and then underpaces itself, trying to keep up with this very slow, methodical, controlled piano track. Okay, it's got a really interesting pacing to it. Like, hmm. there's—I can't quite name anything that matches it in the sort of like weird ebb and flow of its slightly frantic vocals. Um, as it eventually comes together, the tr- the vocalist starts to sort of get in sync with the music. At which point, like some backup vocalists come in and it all starts to like come together but it it just starts as this very frantic thing that i found quite enjoyable to listen to Mm. so what about you what's the thing you've listened to this week i listened to electric six's fire album again (laughs) is is that the one that has the song everyone knows yep that's the one with naked pictures of your mother on it hey 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 I assume that's the song we mean. I think I think most people know Electric Six off of their song about the homosexual establishment. Ah, oh, Danger, Danger, High Voltage. Danger, Danger, High Voltage. When we touch, when we kiss. There's also that one about a gay bar. Ah, yes, in, Inappropriate Dancing or
1: whatever it's called. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, you mean gay bar? Yes, I gay want, bar. I, I wish to take so it to a gay it's, bar. It's the
0: album that has, like... A, yeah, the, there's like. I Danger think it's their D- first album. There's Danger, <laughs> Danger <laughs> stuff on there as well, but like, it's the album that people know them for, I think. Uh, I would imagine so. I didn't know they'd done other albums, but yeah, apparently they have. Neither did I. I believe they do, though. Um, yeah. So yeah, well, how how was your time with that album? It was a fun jaunt down memory lane because apparently I live in the past, and I'm <laughs> realizing this the more of these episodes we do. That's all right. Hooray <laughs> for living in the past. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> Let's listen to Black Parade again.
1: Yes, blues!
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just nice... Yeah, just a nice bit of disco. A bit upbeat, silly. Yeah, a bit silly. Um, a few problematic lyrics. you Yeah, uh, anything like that. Uh, age. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shall, shall I talk about another thing? Oh, well, let's tell let's me, go, tell me about another thing. Uh, let's go with These Kids Nowadays by a band called Faulkner. Uh, It starts with, like, gentle guitar that's, like, very, sort of, like, confident in how it's going. It's very, like, there's nothing stopping it. It just, like, sort of go, 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 this nice guitar, guitar melody. And then you get this masculine vocal line coming in, and it's basically singing about, like, the perspective all adults have that, like, no, we were the generation that rebelled for the right reasons. All these kids today, they're the... Bloody millennials. Indeed, these bloody millennials wasting their lives. We're, we're the generation that got it right. We, we we protested the right things. We protested the right things, and then we, we took away all your rights and your ability to afford Indeed. homes and, and we, we, we stopped, the infrastructure. We stopped rebelling at just the right level of rebellion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, every. Every generation says
2: that. Yeah, every
0: generation does say that. And this song, like, very much is poking fun at that. Like, it is it is not suggesting that these these <laughs> adults are correct oh, to God. say that they are, like, the generation that got it right. It's, it's sort of like... There's a couple of times where it pulls from, like, sort of 70s song lyrics to make a point of being like, hey, look... This generation, that like the adults that are trying to be like critical of kids today, you you were rebellious teens once too, yep. you know that was a thing. Mm. So, yeah, I quite enjoyed it, sort of like poking fun at adults that think their generation was the only correct generation. Yes, yeah, sadly, there's too many of them. Just a few too many. I live through all these civil rights movements and still learn nothing. <sighs> so, what about you? What else have you listened to this week? Oh, I listened to a, bit of a track that has been following me around this last week uh, Step Cat by, um, no, Jitterbug by Step Cat. Um, mm. bit of electro swing. It's It's the one that is on my list for next time I decide I'm going to make a dance video. Don't worry, listeners, you won't be able to see it unless you're on my Facebook, because it will involve copyrighted music. Yeah, But sometimes <laughs> I like to just go out in the sun and do a bit of poi and dance around and then privately make videos for my own entertainment H- of me dancing like a H- lunatic. Here's here's a hint. If you want to upload copyrighted stuff and like need a place to do it, Pornhub is apparently the place to upload copyrighted stuff, even when it's not porn. I like the music, though, so I, you know, I, I, I want to be able to support the artist. Ah, yeah, that's fair. But no, they apparently like that's the place people have gone to now where it's like I wanna upload something with a copyright track in it, I'll put it on Pornhub, that'd be cool, I can get the tits out as well. Nice. There was a whole bit at the end of the last one which I did which was um My name is I don't know if you've seen the I don't dance know if I've video in that for one. That. I don't think so. There there's a a bit at the end of that video where I'm dancing around with one of my floggers and <laughs> I thought this would be great if I could get my tits out, but Facebook, no. So maybe <laughs> maybe I'll I'll start you know, just Uploading, Uploading music, music videos, videos to one <laughs> With a little here is a link to the artist band camp. Please go and buy their stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's going to be your next song to do a dance thing that, to. That's one. So, yeah, a bit of electro swing. Uh, mm. it's, it's, it's lovely, squelchy. <laughs> <laughs> Jitterbug. Yeah. Nice. Why where don't where have you listen to anything else? Uh, I listened to another track. It's oh. called Jean Claude Van Man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, by a band called Youth Killed It. Um, youth Killed It. Youth 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 killed youth It. <laughs> youth Killed It. Um, so it's sort of like a very fast paced rock track, but the vocal line is all spoken word like South London lad man vocals. Nice. Yeah, yeah it's it's also like oh, yeah, lads oh, the lads. Alright, Larry. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little bit Barry and Larry over fast paced rock. Um, <laughs> talking about like trying to chase your dreams while working in a dead end job. Is that what we do for social justice warriors yeah. later? <laughs> Not quite. Dreams, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. It's it's basically imagine Barry and Larry talking over a fast paced rock track about trying to chase your dreams. In a dead-end job. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it was a pretty cool track. It's it's not usually my jam, but I really enjoyed it. As someone who has evolved through the supermarket world into professional games, <laughs> Indeed, it resonates with you. Do, do, do we resonate? A heckin' resonate. Uh, anything else you've listened to? Um, I listened to a JFB track called uh, Social Know-How. Oh, tell me about that. I can't remember. I just wrote it down. I remember I enjoyed it at the time. It's JFB, so it's probably... <laughs> Electro. Check out the Spotify playlist to find out more, probably. It was really good, (laughs) I think. Oh, now I'm terrified. It was probably really good. You got good taste in music, generally speaking. And don't forget that we if you missed last week's episode for any reason I don't know why it would. I mean they're all up there, you can get them whenever you want. <laughs> um there we have our, our, our Spotify playlist with as much as I could find on Spotify of the tracks that we have mentioned. Indeed, so search Queer and Pleasant Strangers playlist on Spotify and you'll probably find it. That's the one I, I doubt know. there's gonna be a, a bunch of counterfeit ones, I doubt. <laughs> People have <laughs> been setting up fake ones with With lots and lots of Justin Timberlake on. Oh no! no! (laughs) Uh, Have you listened to anything else? Uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. I listened to another track called Failed Transmissions by a band (laughs) called Icarus the Owl. A Mm. very fast-paced rock track with a nice melodic vocal line. And this is like a thing that, like, I think last week I talked about some songs that did this. The vocal line is very buried in the music mix. And it is a song that is lyrically about be, trying to be heard within a bunch of noise. Ooh. It's a thing that, like, at least one song last week did, and I was like, "I like that." Yeah, I was very into that last week. I was, I was very into that last week. I found another track that did that. Did Spotify sort of get? Detect, I think. I think, think so. I think it detected I enjoyed it last week, and nice. just like, yeah, I'll give you more of that. We got a
1: tune for you, friend.
0: <laughs> uh, what about you? Anything else? That's me done. Uh, in that case, I have one last track recommendation. It's called "Built to Break" uh, by a band called USS. Oh, we've got Smudge come to join us. What have you listened to, Smudge? <laughs> ah, the sound of me farting in my in my sleep. I'm Something. terribly sorry about that. Uh, so yeah, this Build to Break" track is like a very chill ambient backing to mm-hmm. that's paired with like quite a pained, masculine, shouty vocal track mm. about trying to overcome odds that feel like certain failure. It's, like, quite an emotive track, but it's one that felt very well done, so mm. that's the last thing I've listened to. Heck. We should go on to what's next. I think there's, like, a, a, like a jingly tune, like a sting, and then a we... It st- goes, goes in right about yeah. here.
1: Welcome to Crime Scupperers. This week on Crime Scupperers, crimes. Big crimes.
0: All of the crimes. Terrible crimes. Sir, so, what kind of crimes today are we talking about? What kind of crimes are rife in our local communities? We... Well,
1: perhaps not necessarily in the local communities, <gasps> but we're looking, perhaps, on a global scale. <gasps> please do please call into the show if you have any information about a certain popular cola brand employing child workers to cut sugar cane.
0: Indeed. Were
1: you in the area? Did you see anything... Call us on the number below.
0: Today's episode, if you hadn't guessed, we're talking about corporate crime, tax avoidance, workers' rights violations. We are talking rife crime right across the UK. It is a crime wave... indeed
1: the world. Indeed.
0: It is a crime wave epidemic, and without your calls, we can't do this. Who is doing these crimes, we need your help locating them.
1: Exactly. Can you help us find the oligarchs involved in workers'
0: rights exploitation? Can you help us find the loophole in the tax code being exploited in order to avoid paying corporate taxes?
1: Can you perhaps get a government job and help close those loopholes?
0: Can you get a government job and just i don't know shout at them until they stop getting all those lunches paid for with their ridiculous salaries
1: can you make sure that no one has to be subsidized to live and then be paid less than minimum wage for doing their job for ridiculous numbers of hours this is crime scupperers Tune in next week when we'll be talking about the owners of Amazon. It's going to be
0: a long episode.
1: It is. So many violations. Did you
0: hear that workers in the UK had to be in a bottle because they couldn't take breaks? That was a
1: thing. Absolutely disgusting human beings.
0: just awful, awful, awful. Um, um, um.
1: This coffee brand didn't pay any
0: UK tax last year. I think if we list all the crimes that have happened, this is going to be a very long skit. And I will just become more and more angry. Okay, well, let's, let's probably stop this now. <laughs> <Boo>! <laughs> oh,
1: darling!
0: Oh, do you mind, do you mind going? I'm just, uh, just, no, I'm just no, trying to have a nice on, dance. Just trying to
1: be friendly, just well, trying to be well, friendly. I,
0: I'm just here to have a dance, I don't, I'm yeah, really
1: yeah, yeah. interested. Yeah, come on, let's have a dance together. No, I'd like to have a dance oh, by myself. Oh, go it's, on, darling. Uh, oh, i really, please it. stop
0: touching me. Oh, go
1: on, darling. Do you find this happens to you quite a lot? Try a new wrong and be gone. Just one spray, and randos will just wander off in a distracted manner. Shh, shh. Oh, uh, oh, oh. Um.
0: Oh. Oh. Thank you, wrong and be gone. My evening dancing is saved.
1: Wrong and be gone. Get rid of that wrong in just two squirts.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad you followed me on that. <laughs> I'm glad I kept up with you on that.
1: Next!
0: Um. So, what have you watched this week? Or consumed with your eyes. I have, I have inserted into my eyes this week. I'm about halfway through uh, Squirrel Girl Volume 3.
2: Aww.
0: Squirrel Girl continues to be awesome. And if I was more ginger or thought I could manage a ginger wig and the time to make a tail before Comic-Con, <laughs> I would go as Doreen Green. Uh, Squirrel Girl's just such a... Li- it's such a it's so wholesome. Com- so wholesome. The most wholesome of comics. Where is our Squirrel Girl movie in the MCU? Yeah, damn it. Yeah. Squirrel, well, girl. to be
1: fair, if, if Squirrel Girl had been in Avengers of Infinity
0: War, that would have been sorted in about five minutes. You'd have just talked that down. It would have all been okay. and everyone yeah. would have gone home for like cookies. Yeah, everything's always fine in Squirrel Girl. It's very like, ah, oh, I can read this and know that everything will be okay. Diplomacy, diplomacy, and also computer nerd. Yay! What more could you <laughs> want? I'm, I'm glad that that continues to be good. What? What? What else you got? Uh, I haven't put many things in my eyes this week, um, so there's one that we can't talk about in any great detail, but over dinner tonight we watched, uh, and we're going to be spoiler free here, we watched the two new episodes of Steven Universe.
1: Oh my god!
0: oh, uh, uh, Feelings!
1: Many if, feelings! If you
0: are a Steven Universe fan, watch them before they, before you get spoiled, watch them! Yeah, seriously. Oh, uh, I miss when this show had a consistent u- update schedule, because I need to know what happens next! Well, I need that to be an end of season finale, and I need nine to twelve months before we have any more episodes. And then we get like US, thirty, and in then a row. we get twelve to twenty four episodes. I just, mm, I, I can't cope with not knowing when we're going to know the fallout of this because it's. You need those episodes. I want them to stop flogging the animators until they're near collapse. Yep. And just to churn out one or two episodes every Mm. few months, I need them to just get on with a consistent schedule. Here's my worry about this show, and I've said this a few times now. If it goes away, people will forget. mm -mm. Yeah, there's that worry, I think. But my big concern with this show right now is I think they're trying to get the plot done as quickly as possible out of fear that the show's going to get cancelled. Fuck. Because seeing what they did today, that's like oh, oh, okay, no, oh, we're, we're there already, are we? There's a bit of me that's like, are they just trying to get the plot done? For fear S- that Cartoon Network yeah. are just going to go no. It would be absolutely killer if like this show did not get a conclusion. Because, I reckon that they would at least get a made for TV movie. I don't... It's either that or we maybe get the comic book route. Because, like, they'd have to do something to end it, but it would be a real shame if this show got cancelled before it finished its big story. Yeah. I want it to be a contained thing. Yeah, and, and, like, I don't even mind if it, it has a, a definitive ending. Yeah. Because sometimes a series needs a definitive ending. I... End while you're still good. Don't I... drag it out forever. That's the thing. Right now with Steven Universe and how, like, spotty its releases have been and how it's always on the verge of being cancelled, I just want them to give us the answers, give it an ending, and that's fine. I'm okay if I don't get any more if it has an ending. There's the problem though, that if they, if they do an ending, that is the end of it, and and Cartoon Network seem to simultaneously be of a we want to keep making the thing and keep making money because we enjoy money. No, 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 no. And also, like,
1: no, no more of this. It's too girly. We can't sell enough toys because we're not bothering to make any toys. And we can't sell any merchandise because we're not bothering to make any merchandise. No, 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 no. Yeah. Sugar! Less yeah. gay. No.
0: <laughs> I'm very glad that Rebecca Sugar refuses to back down on the amount of gay in that show. Okay. <laughs> um So, what about you? Have you put any other things in your eyes? I watched a documentary called Nina Simone, The Legend. Oh, Nina Simone's quite good. Nina Simone's very good. I've, I've enjoyed... A f- to be fair, only a handful of tracks. She's apparently done a huge amount of work. And and I'm not one really for getting involved in artists. Mm. Like, I go, that was some nice music. And occasionally someone will go, that person's really shit. And I'll go, <laughs> I guess I don't listen to them anymore. Yeah. Um. But with Nina Simone, I, I don't have other people going, oh, well, did you know this about Nina Simone? Um um i i don't even know why i just picked nina simone as a, as, a, as a subject i was like i will try and find more google nina simone documentary okay i'll watch the first one that came up <laughs> um she was really out there in the um In the civil rights movement, and that's awesome. There's lots of, quite a few really interesting protest songs that I need to look up that I found out about today. I'll need you to point them in my direction. Um, She describes jazz as being a white term to define black people. My music is black classical. Um... So yeah, wasn't a big fan of the the word jazz. Yes, and I did not know that about the thing, but that sounds like a typical white person in America thing to do. Yes, it's the, here's this thing that black people have had for ages. Let's give it a name, and now it's ours. This this cannabis, we're gonna start calling it
1: marijuana, just so we can really
0: you know make it sound a bit foreign and therefore scary to white folk. Uh, it's it's all along that kind of thing. Fucking um, white people. Fuck white people. Um, she talks about the fact that she wanted to get guns and just go down south and just start you know just start some shit but uh, oh. i think it was her husband was like you don't know how to use a gun <laughs> um and like, apparently that was all that was stopping her from but like she again and and as i have said about uh, about things like black panther like got her fucking points yeah like, yeah but p- p- people were pretty shit and it hasn't she was all for violent revolution and saying that um we need to uh we need we need to deal with things and perhaps, i she didn't think that there was ever going to be peace between um black and white folk and that they needed their own state And you know uh perhaps have a point i i would rather that everyone could get on and, and white people could stop being dicks and yeah. appropriating and stealing and you know all the other shit we do that shit We're pretty shit. We're very shit. We try to be less shit, but we're pretty shit. Luckily some of us try to be less shit, but that doesn't like, rather come across
1: as not all white. folk. so,
0: uh, <laughs> so like is this the thing I'll say to like and I I brought this story up a couple of times to try and like less not all white folk myself in these these <laughs> conversations is like I am aware and acknowledge that I have ingrained racial biases that I have to work to overcome, because I grew up in a society that ingrains them in me. Um, I did an online test once where it basically was implicit association, and you have to do left or right to associate picture of person with word. And my brain has micro tiny amounts where it fav- it's slightly quicker to put a good word with a white person. And I acknowledge that that's... A thing that my brain does that I have no control over, and I acknowledge that and go, "Hey, I'm a fucking racist white person in my." Head. There's a little bit of racism in my head. I will work actively to not let that affect my judgments. Just like that's, yeah, it's and just. It was. It was it yeah. got in loads of trouble recently for saying that all white people are racist. I don't know who was it, the it is. L- but like... L'Oreal commercial person. Uh, oh, oh, I can't we... remember what the name is. Uh people are going to be screaming in the comments. That's all right. You can let us know in the comments. But um, like, yeah, but they, they, I... they, you know, they've got a point. Yeah. Like whether whether you intend it or not, you are as if you are a white person, especially living in the UK or America, yeah. you are in a position of privilege where whether you like it or not, the system is rigged in your favour. Yeah, and it's you know you're brought up with your brain wired that way and it's one of those things that like I don't say that to be that I'm proud of it but it's I acknowledge it. But like, you you've recognised yeah. it so
1: that you can do something yeah. about it as I, opposed to being one of those white people that go nope yeah.
0: I would <laughs> I would rather go hey I have some ingrained prejudices that I need to be aware of and like work and like make sure don't affect my rational judgments." rather than go no I'm not one of them racist white people it's like no I was brought up in a society where implicit associations happen and I just have to work around it yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that has helped me is living in that sort of South London area, yeah. and especially when I was working in a shop, we got one of those shop safe radios
1: so you could mm-hmm. hear about what was going on in all over town, and we had large groups of people of every different colour in, in the youth community,
0: especially during the school summer holidays, and Every single time there was trouble, I see one male, I see one male, I see one male, I see one male, I see yeah. one male.
1: It's so all you would
0: hear all summer yeah. long. I see one male, I see one male, I see one male. They're white people doing
1: all the crimes and all the bad things. No,
0: this, this is it. I totally am on board with you. White people do all of the terrible shit and then. But it's always black fault. No, it's all the black not. people's fault. Exactly, uh, or at least perceived that way by middle-class yeah. white people who have their minds poisoned by the dead. Remind the world: the only reason that America locks up people for drugs is because a lot of black people did drugs, and it was a good way to lock away black people. Fucking racist things the of the society. They criminalized marijuana and LSD. One yeah. was black
1: people, one was hippies.
0: Exactly. How do we get rid of black people and hippies? drug curl how do we make Vietnam sound more positive for uh, Americans so that was a bit of a tangent we went on ranty ranty did you um, put anything else in your eyes uh, no I think I think that I, I felt sort of that, that was enough really uh, I watched one other thing this week that like I could have put this in the listened category but I think the visual element is the really important bit so there's a new track by childish Gambino out this week. Um, it's called This Is America and I highly recommend looking up the music video rather than just listening to the track. I've been hearing a lot about this but I haven't yeah. watched it. I don't so, actually know who Childish Gambino is. Um, person from Community, I forget what his uh, I name is. I've never watched Community. No, uh, Person who's playing Lando in the um, Han Solo film. Oh, um, did SNL this week. Yes, did uh, SNL this week. Um, Completely forgotten his name. Glover. D- uh, uh, Do- Donald. No, yeah. Not Don, Danny. Don, Don, Dan, wrong Glover. Danny, Danny's um, yes. the lethal weapon <laughs> The other guy. one. Do, uh, Donald Glover. So Donald Glover has mm. a... He he does comedy acting, but he also has a music career under the name Childish Gambino. Oh, okay. So that's Childish Gambino. And gotcha. his new track, This Is America, I'm going to summarise it, and I don't want to say too much because I think everyone should just go watch it. It's like five minutes long. It's called This Is America... And it contrasts horrific violence against upbeat, distracting entertainment. That sounds like America. Uh, also, to be clear, it it it's horrific violence perpetrated against black people, and then like here's here's entertainment. Look at that instead. Don't look at the violence in the background. Don't yeah. look at the, all the black people getting horrifically hurt in the background. Look look at the entertainment that distracts you. That this is America. Familiar. This is this is America. Huh? Uh, I'm I'm having flashbacks of Adam Freeland's We Want uh. Your Soul. Yeah. So like. <laughs> It is a powerful track. I recommend the video. The video is a big part of what makes that track okay, I will, impactful. I
2: so, will
0: bow to the internet and yeah, look at the thing that everyone's talking I, about. I didn't look until today. Today was the day that got me. I was like, oh, okay, let's look. I was like, okay, I see Okay, everybody. I... Oh, okay, woke friends, you had a yes. point. <laughs> so th- This video has had like 30 million views in like a couple of days. It's like doing very well. Nice. It's trended number one worldwide on YouTube in every country, other than America. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, um, question. Yes. Um, would it work as a good piece of music without the video? Or does um, it okay. very much need to be the whole... It, it is a good piece of music without the video. Okay. Definitely. And it's still a lyrically strong track that like still gets its message across, yeah. but also... It's the, much more impactful. Yeah, the reason I put it in watched is I think that video is really special. Okay. I think that video yeah. sort of elevates the track okay. quite considerably. Awesome. But while we're there, shout out just listen to Childish Gambino stuff. They oh, make okay. good music. I will give that a, a listen. Yeah. Is be next that next week's <laughs> listen <laughs> preview. Is that everything we've consumed with our eyes?
1: I think so. <laughs>
0: Welcome, welcome, um, it's time for the research and development department here at Nintendo to, uh, start putting together our, our, um, plans for what we want to create next. Uh, we've had Nintendo Labo, and that's been a big success with the, uh, with the children. It's Absolutely. Been... Indeed. So, what are the next things that are not typically video games that we can make into video games somehow? Well, um... Uh cardboard was very successful so i suggest something that um, we we know that a lot of children like to get their, their hands involved and and maybe get the parents involved too we we looked at things that but that children often already do with their parents uh, and we thought things like uh, maybe like a, like a cake mix maybe making some some Thanks. Nintendo Fairy Cakes might oh, be an option. I'm loving this. We can attach one of the Joy-Con to a wooden spoon, mm-hmm. and then we know that they've stirred the mix enough. Absolutely. Uh, we can put the Switch screen up next to it, and that gives you instructions on, on how to do your baking. Yep. And you might even, I, I don't know, if you baked the cake right, we'll give you, a, give you a hat in Mario Kart. And one other thing we have done is, um, you remember that uh, children's Fairy Cake uh, kits very often come with a little rice paper oh, circles. Yes, yes, we found a way of putting a uh, biodegradable uh, NFC chip <gasps> in there, so each of the uh, cake cupcakes can be uh, scanned on the left Joy-Con, uh, <gasps> so that you can cupcake amiibo. Absolutely, cupcake amiibo. Now you say biodegradable. If they eat this cupcake and scan themselves quickly enough, can they be an amiibo? Um, they will have difficulty because the range on on NFC oh. is quite difficult to. Get oh, the, yes, the stomach. Yes, yes. We remember that 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 but research. But might be scannable? I, I possibly see. I'm now just thinking about that research of that person that stuck amiibos up their bottom, and uh, ah, yes. they they did not scan very well, apparently. No, but no, it was a noble cause that they it was a noble cause. So, what other family friendly uh, things do we have that we can make? Oh, I uh, I've got one. Um, this this is a game concept mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that involves you very, playing very little video game. Okay, so. Uh, you uh, you boot up your Switch, picture mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. and the Switch tells you, go outside, pick some wildflowers, go go have a have a nice day, and then you've got to go off and have your nice day, and there'll be a there'll be a timer on the Switch that won't let you complete the task until you know an appropriate amount of time that would take you to do this task. Then yes. you come back and you scan with the IR camera on your mm. Joy-Con and go, look, I've got some nice flowers, and the game's like, yes, yes you did, well done, excellent, excellent. there's there's some nice flowers. Now go and pick some litter in your local community. And see. show us with the IR camera that you picked some litter. Excellent. And we could install uh, sort of branded bins <gasps> around the area, and that could uh, be uh, some sort of connected via uh, Wi-Fi <gasps> to people's switches, and the amount of weight uh, of litter that they've gathered can and uh, award achievements and unlock bonuses within the game itself. Can the bins also be amiibo? Yes. Yes. Everything must be amiibo. Absolutely. But in that which case, we'll have to make the bins very limited availability. Yes. And if a whole shipment of the bins happens to go missing, we're not to speak to Mister Reggie. Oh no, no, definitely we don't. We don't. We don't talk about that. No. Now, um, I have one last idea that I, I I think would um would work would work very well. Um, yes. I think I think that we should have a game where. You attach the the IR camera onto the onto the child's head, and then their parent tells them to do chores, and the IR camera recognizes which chore the child has been asked to do, and then monitors their movement ah. to, to make sure that they have done their chore. So we perhaps put a number of the uh, reflective uh, labo stickers around yes, the house indeed. and on on various things like the vacuum cleaner might have yes. a, a certain arrangement of them, and that will detect that you've. Been using that for a certain amount of time, That's... and then you you unlock a mini game to do with that cleaning job when ah, you do the cleaning. So I you see. do the vacuuming, mm. and you unlock mm. the next mm. stage mm. of the vacuuming mini game. Do you think we could find some way to link that in with perhaps a sort of Luigi's Mansion two or something like um, that? Um, I think that we, we 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 focus on that for the adults down mm. the line. But first, mm. I think I think we get the children in first, and then when the with the parents don't can't be lured in. With simple doing the household chores, we just go, hey, hold your vacuum cleaner and play Luigi's Mansion. We promise it's really good. That's a really good idea. Well, I think we've come up with some excellent ideas today, indeed. and I hope that the marketing will be ready to ship these out within the next 18 months. I think so. Uh, one in final question. Very quest- limiting quality. Indeed. Test. I do have one final question. Cool. Can we put an NFC chip in the vacuum cleaner? Ah, yes. vacuum Downloadable vacuum skin for Smash Brothers. You're a genius. I know. My familiar and I used to regularly end up summoning evil lemons. But thanks to Encantily, I always get the demonic results I want.
1: Never look foolish in
0: front of your peers again. Do you find that you're trying to cast zone of truth and you instead cast loan of truth you alone tell the truth when you wanted everyone in a zone to this is why you need our program this is the perfect spell checker to stop you accidentally summoning the wrong thing We've been helping people all across the world, magic users of every kind, cast the spell they want, and it makes you look more professional. When... Join now, we're giving great Coven or Cult discounts. Whether you need spells in the workplace, in the office, in the battlefield, or across the interdimensional planes, don't look foolish. Use a spell checker. Use incanterly. What do you want to see?
1: Brochure,
0: brochure, justice, brochure, justice
2: warriors. Hey, uh, yeah, how uh, how are you doing today, Larry? You, know, I'm not not bad, thanks, Larry. Oh, yeah, it's Yeah, yeah, I know the feeling. It's like we've been doing voices for a couple of hours. And, yeah, yeah, and you know, putting the, putting the strain on the throat. Huh? Absolutely. You know, I was I was walking down the ice street today. Uh, yeah, I got really annoyed at someone. You you, you mind if I do a vendor? No, please do. So I was walking down the ice street, and you know, sometimes on the ice street they got these uh, combo bins where one side is general waste and one is recycling. Yes, I I saw someone walk past one of them, and they had a they had a plastic bowl, totally recyclable. They put it in the general waste bit. It's like it's like three inches aside the holes. Like it was so low effort, like. It just got me thinking, people really don't care enough about our environment and not reducing waste, do they?
1: I think that in this country, at least, there has been very much an attitude of it is somebody else's problem. And I don't think that is helped by the fact that uh, the people that generally most care about the environment are
2: generally laughed at as being ridiculous hippies. Oh, indeed. You know, it goes back a few decades' worth of this, is this idea that any sort of notion of wanting the earth to be a better place is is laughed off as being hippie ish and that sort of gives can't blanch to sort of ignore the whole you know the whole topic and yes. it's it's a real issue. Like we you know, we know that like climate change and stuff is real and it's certainly not being helped by all the ridiculous amounts of waste we produce in the world.
1: Well it's not just that. I mean we are getting to a point where landfills are starting to reach their full capacity. Uh, as somebody who very much enjoys looking around at the environment, I would rather that wasn't just turned into a, a giant trash pit full of uh,
2: single-use plastics and all that bollocks. Oh, indeed. And, like, here's the thing. Like, I, I was one of them people. I was one of them people. Don't think, don't think the two seconds about, about your, your, your waste usage. It's just everything goes in the bag, goes in the bin. It's out of sight, out of mind. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's not until we started, you know, really hanging out that it really sort of stuck in my head. Like, oh, oh a, a lot of this stuff that I just, you know, landfilled is totally recyclable stuff.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it doesn't help that sometimes things are listed as recyclable, but it turns out they might not be recyclable in your, your uh, county oh, or yeah, whatever, town thing. or whatever. Because that's not something that's been done and it doesn't help that China has recently said that they're not taking as much or any of the recycling that they used to do, that we used to ship over there to be recycled. Because they quite rightly said we refuse to be the world's landfill. And again, that's, that's a thing that people don't help themselves with because uh, they, their argument was that a lot of the things were just turning up in in, in China that that's recyclable goods like uh, plastic tubs, they hadn't been washed out.
2: Yeah, So you
1: can't just recycle something if it's already full of stuck-on food waste. And it's not, you know...
2: It's not someone else's job to, like, if they're going to recycle it, have to rinse
1: it out for you. It is everybody's responsibility. Especially, it makes me more upset when the people that go, oh, I don't care about recycling that, I'll just throw everything in the general waste, when they have children.
2: Oh, yeah. Because
1: those... You say that you love your child, you care about all this, that and the other, but if you are... Almost deliberately fucking up the planet for them. What, 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 what?
2: That, what love does that really show? Indeed, and like, I understand there are sometimes situations where, like, you might have a, you know, an accessibility issue where you need to consume stuff that has less <laughs> recyclable products, and that's fine. You know, exactly. That, that is, that is what that situation is. But if you have the option. To be, to be able to be more careful about some of those choices, yeah. it don't make sense not to be. Cause Absolutely. It's, it's, it's a bit ridiculous just watching the whole planet get covered up in rubbish.
1: Exactly. Uh, it, it's sad that within our lifetime there is a potential for uh, much more more damage to be done to the world. We, we don't need that. We need to try and make every effort we can to limit the amount of single-use plastic in the world and to make sure that uh, anything we ca- everything possible is getting recycled. That means making the effort to separate out your rubbish
2: and um, yeah. put things away, and, and not needlessly waste things just just for the yeah. sake of it. Also, it's surprising. Do, do some research on what things are and aren't recyclable. Some of them are things you never think about, like glitter. So many glitters. Microplastics. Yeah, microplastics, like... You know, look out for biodegradable glitters instead, because you know they're much better for the environment. It's all I use now, uh, but you know, and then
1: and that uh, I'm I'm waiting for the day when someone has to go at me about wearing glitter when I I only wear biodegradable glitter now. But it does rather lead to the problem of I as somebody who's been a big fan of glitter and within the last sort of four or five years learned that uh, biodegradable glitter is a thing. That I am now stuck with quite a lot of these microplastics and trying to think of the best way to contain them so Hon- that they are honest, not well, getting into the ocean. As it is,
2: easy thing, honestly. Like you know, I've seen people do like retrofit things where it's like get some resin, but like mix it in with the glitter pour it into a mold, make a nice like resin like paperweight or something. Like yes. seal that microplastic that you have got and you don't know how to disposal. Seal it in some resin or something. Yeah, make I it into a nice. Thing. Certainly worth a try. Exactly. Well, it's been a good chat as ever. Always lovely to see you, Larry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right, so with that out the way, we're returning to questions this week. Questions! You have the questions. I have. Questions. <laughs> um, Bring us a question. Uh, Luna Faye Quinn and Ellie Schmidt would like to know if they can give us a hug. Yes. I I mean, I, I've, I've hugged Luna before, so. I, I, I have too. But if we see them somewhere we will give them a hug. We will. In fact, perhaps we will sandwich them between us. Indeed, we shall we shall hug them a hug sandwich. I I've, I've not met Ellie but I would certainly give Ellie a hug. Indeed, we will <laughs> we will we will do hugs all around. Yay. What's our next question? Lydia Blizzard would like to know what were your first consoles and the first games you really loved. First console I had I'm pretty sure it was a Super Nintendo. I think it was a SNES with Mario Paint that my older brother gave me for my birthday, wrapped up in a duvet, <laughs> and then a couple of days later took back because him and his friends wanted to play it. Um, so I very briefly had a Super Nintendo, and then I had one again shortly afterwards. I went back and played the NES afterwards, but like Super Nintendo, particularly A Link to the Past, was like my, oh, video games. I'm trying to remember what my... What, so, we'll do you all the way through first. So, what was what what was the first game you really loved, or the first games you really mm. loved? Yeah, it was the Zelda games. Like, the first game that I remember, like, really falling in love with and, like, obsessing over was Ocarina of Time. I absolutely loved that game, played every inch of it there was to play, got every secret, every skull chiller, all of that. I very vividly remember one boxing day going down to, like, my local like off brand game store down the road and seeing Majora's Mask on the shelf and being like wait s- another Zelda? it's a oh, sequel no. a sequel and like losing my tiny mind because it's just glazing yes yeah, there there was it blew my mind like oh games have sequels and I-, I can play more of this and yeah Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask were like my first like true love affair with gaming mm-hmm. What about you? Um, that's difficult. It's difficult. It, I mean, I think if we're talking actual console, I think the first console I had was probably a Mega Drive. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're talking about first sort of things I played games on at home, it was a Commodore sixty four. Oh, yeah. But I don't know if we can actually count that. I think so, we can count that. Okay, well, because I, I, I didn't do any word processing or any other things one can do on a computer. I did do some programming, but we've talked about that before. <laughs> um, games. First games I really loved would be probably this, uh, the Dizzy games oh. on the Commodore 64. I loved that little egg. Um, <laughs> I think the first game I had on Commodore 64 was uh, Fantasy World Dizzy. Yeah. I never worked out how to get past the Armorog, which is quite early on in the game. <laughs> so I, I never saw most of it. I would regularly sit there through the sort of five minute or whatever it was loading, do all the bits I knew how to do absolutely perfect, get to the Armorog, die three times and go, oh, I'm so <laughs> tired of dying here every time. I, I had magazines and it said, this is exactly how you do it. and you, I, I knew what I was doing. You put the the fresh meaty bone down there. You jump out of the way. And and then that's it. That's the rest of the game. We can go on. And I've done the Amiga version, and that works <laughs> fine. Commodore sixty four would not. I could not get that to to trigger to oh, to, no. to do the thing. So I I've never never seen the end of, of that, or seen much more of that on the Commodore sixty four. I do I do have one other like shout for like early games. I fell in love with, which is, and this is gonna like really like date me a bit. So, um the when the first pokemon game came out like red and blue came out and and yellow i my older brother had a friend who had a pc emulator for the game boy and they gave me like a an emulator for the game boy with a rom of pokemon red and you could not get past the viridian forest which is like the first area of the game so I just stayed there and trained my Pokemon up infinitely in this one tiny forest, falling in love with this game. Aww. And then eventually got a game boy and was like, Oh, heck. There's more to there's this more, game. there's more game. <laughs> heck. So that that would be that. What's what's Aww. next question? Um yeah, other games I liked were um Um Treasure Island Dizzy, which which is actually Dizzy too, but I played later. Um that's the one I probably played most. Um, I played that on about four different systems. I played the PC version, the Commodore 64, and the Spectrum version. All A little bit different. Um, <laughs> Spellbound Dizzy, Mag- Mag- Magic Land Dizzy, and it was one of the very first graphics I ever programmed on the Commodore 64. It was a little dizzy egg just falling down the screen diagonally. Oh. Our next question comes from Bethany Turner. And they ask...
1: Do you need a bra? <laughs>
0: um... No, it's too hot in here tonight. Same, did not wear a bra. Yeah, we to are that both bra for recording tonight. I've not worn a bra in about three days, it's too fucking sweaty! I know, like, if unless I'm planning to go for a run this week, bra's not going on. Yeah, and then it'll probably be a sports bra rather than... Oh, a... I need to check. It may be, if I'm, if I'm going into work in the office, I'll put a bra on. That, that, that's probably fancy it. fancy office bra. Your <laughs> fancy <laughs> office bra. Will you wear it into the office or do you think you'll just duck into the toilets once you get there, pop it
1: on and then go, I'm in an air-conditioned
2: building. <laughs> that's
0: probably more accurate. I'm not doing London Underground with a fucking bra
1: on. <sighs> or indeed any clothes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Alexander Mariquin wants to know, what is your favourite movie you loved as a kid? But now you know is rubbish, but still loved. Oh, I have an answer for this. So, this film is unironically terrible, and I love it. Okay. Power Rangers, the movie (laughs) Turbo. Okay. So, this is, like, the origin story for the second season of Power Rangers, where they had, like, car robots instead of, like, animal robots. And it's, like, the, the movie that sets up the season. And basically, the whole plot is... Power Rangers doing their thing, but one of the Power Rangers is like a nine-year-old kid. And when they transform into a Power Ranger, inexplicably they're as tall as all of the adults. Don't ask me how. So it's an absolutely, like, terrible film about, like... I was a kid that loved Power Rangers, and it basically was wish fulfillment. It was like, hey, hey, that kid, that could be you, you could be a Power Ranger! And my tiny mind was blown, and... I love this terrible, terrible film. Tell me about your ter- favorite film as a kid that you know now is terrible. <sighs> I don't know. And the other thing is finding one that I still love now. You don't have to still love it now. You no, might... that's the question. Still I love uh, now. Still love now. Um, yeah. I... oh, I'm going to get some shit for this. Return of the Jedi.
1: It's not a good film.
0: I loved it. I loved the Ewoks. I loved the the green lightsaber. I loved Emo Luke. I I loved um, Leia as as, uh, disguised as... Was it Boosh, the the bounty hunter?
1: I loved all of that shit. I
0: loved Salacious Crumb. I loved Max Rebo playing I'm not going to disagree with you. It's not a well-made film. I love it.
1: Absolutely. No, that's it. That, that's why it still falls into the still love.
0: I love it. <laughs> but, like, I'm going to be brave and say this. For all the shit that the prequels get for being poorly made films, the Shell is not a great made film. No, it's not. That's uh, George I, Lucas the, should not be no, allowed the, to make Star Wars films. The what? thing that carries that film is we're already invested in the characters. Exactly. Like, if we didn't have that investment... Um, exactly. Empire, brilliant film. I love that as a trilogy. I love the original trilogy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the weakest part of that trilogy, and it's not a well-made film. And it's a miracle that it had enough good things in it to pull it through. It's being a bad film. As a kid, loved New Hope, loved Jedi, hated Empire. <laughs> as I've grown up, yeah, I like New Hope because it's the
1: starting. Point. It's, it's
0: really slow though It is really like,
1: slow but you know what's really good yeah. More of the stars The Grindhouse P- oh, fan oh, edit
0: You showed me that it's so good <laughs> The Grindhouse fan edit of A New Hope Is incredible I don't know where they got all the extra scenes. I'm guessing maybe off a Laserdisc or something. Uh, because there's a whole load of stuff at Toshy so,
1: Station that's just, just not in the Just original.
0: to reiterate, we fucking love
1: this film. It's brilliant. There's blood in it and all sorts. <laughs> oh. There's missing reels.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to go, no, we, 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 we love Return of the Jedi, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love, love Return of the Jedi, it, but it's... it's... I love that bad film. <laughs> and and also fuck the 25th anniversary re-release with the changing the Ewoks song. Oh uh, no, yeah. that's not what the Ewoks feel, sing. Fuck you. I um, uh, didn't need the end bit where they're pulling down all the statues and stuff on Coruscant. What didn't what need that? What I will say about George Lucas is if if none of you if if any of you listening haven't done this research before go look up like all the shit that his ex-wife like did to save that original trilogy. The original trilogy like George Lucas wanted to make some baffling choices that would have ruined Star Wars and no one would have enjoyed it. And it was his ex-wife that basically pulled those scripts out the gutter. It sounds like a lot of people got involved with trying to fix those things. Because like, I've seen interviews with um like mark hamill and yeah. carrie fisher where they're talking about and we were like you can't do this line it's shit my my favorite story that carrie fisher ever to, uh, ever told was the one about how there's no uh, what was it there's, there's no, no bras uh, in space there's no bras in space and she and, wanted to be remembered as um suffocated by her own bra or yeah, something like that. yeah no like george lucas unironically insisted he he believed he knew facts about space including that there were no bras in space. Well, maybe that there has not been any fight. bras sent into space at that point. <laughs> now, that's not to say that, you know... No, there are no bras in space. Period. Full stop. <laughs> So you can have periods in space, but no bras. Yes. Right, okay, got you. Uh, um, so yeah, that is my possibly controversial answer. The uh,
1: original pre fucked about with version.
0: I jumped in that, that that boat with you. We'll sink together. Yay! <laughs> Any other questions? Uh, Lauren Carroll wants to know, tips for bringing a cat into your life? Lots of soft places to cuddle. Mm-hmm. Uh a space away from you that cat can be if cat wants to be and they will they will come eventually. Yeah. That's that's a big thing is like let the cat come to you. Yes. Because like cats are very similar to people with autistic spectrum conditions. They love physical contact but on their terms. They they got to they got to come to you and be like, "Yes, I am okay for this. Let's mm-hmm. let's do the contact on on my terms." Yep. You know, they they might be loving it and then decide to leave. That's not because you did anything wrong. Sometimes they just need their own space and, yeah. you know, a bit of quiet for themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, have have a nice soft thing that they can come back to and be like, I know this, this is mine, it's nice and can tell yes. up on. Cat drugs. Cat drugs are good. Yeah, bit of catnip. Um, because the first day we were moving in here, we were really worried that Sponge was going to be very... Um, sort of antsy, and I was like, I bought cat drugs! We we put her in the bathroom because it was away from all of the moving packing. With a catnip um, banana. With a catnip banana. And that thing was soaking wet by the time we came back. She'd just <laughs> been loving that. I have made drug tea. Yeah, that's, that's the main thing. If you're bringing a cat into your life, make sure that, like, everything is stable and settled before you bring the cat in. If like, possible, If yeah. possible, like... Put the cat in a separate room for a bit to acclimatise, then let them out into the house once the house is stable. Cause... Uh, leave some of your socks in there as well, like yeah. so they get used to your smell. Socks that you've like worn a couple of yeah yeah worn for a couple of days and not put in the wash yet. Maybe not a couple of days, but Maybe... certainly
1: a good a good summer's day wear.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> you want them to smell a bit of you. Maybe your pants. That's yeah. also an option. That's something that like you you let it soak up some of your smell. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be nice smell, because Cat will probably smell you at all times anyway. Yeah. You're going to smell Cat Poe, Cat will probably smell your Poe. Yeah. It's all good. Uh, what are the questions? Do we want to do a couple more? Um, uh, Ian Vernon wants to know for a couple. And I quite like the will they, won't they, of that. Do we, do we ruin the will they, won't they? Oh, my darling. Oh, my darling. Oh, my darling. Mwah! Yeah, we're a couple. Yeah, we're a couple. we knuckles yeah. deep. We 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 done do that kissing and whatnot. And whatnot. And All whatnot. of the whatnot. We we do that thing that the, the lesbians do in the film where we just push our boobs together. Oh yeah, we push the boobs that, against that's each other's how it works, boobs, isn't it? That's how lesbians yeah, it does, do, that's do the ha- sexing. Ha- how the gay sex happens. Yep, that's yeah. Yeah. We we sometimes <laughs> go to the West Cornwall Pasty Company and get one of the. Whole wheat ones because I think that's the only vegan one. The whole wheat vegetable and just smash them together. Smash them together. Smash, smash, them, smash them pasties. <laughs> that was a really, really. So yes, glad you came with me for that. Joke. Yes, we're a couple. <laughs> yep. Um. Queer lobster wants to know what fictional universe you would like to embed yourself in and why. Hmm. I'd kind of like to be in the 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 universe of Steven Universe because just seems like most of the time you just chill out in a nice beach town. Occasionally you might have to evacuate for a minute, but like, ah, the gems will sort it. Generally it's just pottering around a nice beach town and that seems very chill. There is that. Although as somebody who has existed in suddenly four-dimensional big-shit city, um, over the course of probably about six or seven hours, um... Hmm, that was an interesting afternoon. <laughs> uh all of all of Stephen Universe happening simultaneously uh in all places uh and just the and um, the the theme tune repeating on top of itself continuously for about 6 hours. Was that def- was a really... definitely just a dream you were having. That's yes, nothing else. It but... was a dream. Yes, that nothing... is exactly how that happened. Yeah. Um yeah, <laughs> I I I I think I'd still be in into being Beach City again. Yeah, there you go. That's how I would introduce myself. I w- I would be for the mention of Beach City. <laughs> uh, is that it? The question. Um, if you had a hat that could defy gravity and physics, what would it look like? Slash, have one. Who's this from? This question. This is also from Queer Lobster. Um, I think there's only one answer to this, and it's from a show we did prior to this. And an episode that never got aired. Yeah, that one never got aired. It's so... the... It's... Oh, God. It's the snapback, snazzy hat... Dabarak. Yeah. Yeah. So, here's the basis. Before this, we did a show for a while that ended up stopping that was a D&D podcast called Polyarmory. And there was gonna be a whole thing about like me being a dab wizard. You were gonna be a lit dab wizard. The lit dab wizard. Going to be the um, (laughs) snazzy hat dabberac. Yep. Because all of your powers came from dabbing. Yep. I I had. I think it was like a galaxy patterned uh, snapback. Yeah. I wore backwards that was my wizard's hat. Your snap hat. Snapback, snazzy hat, dabber <laughs> You are going to be muad-dab. That was basically where that joke was going. Yeah, so I, I guess that to has it. to be the answer to my hat question. Yeah, um... A hat that defies gravity physics, and um, what would it look like? I think for comedic effects, it would either have to be one of those little Tweedledum hats with the little propeller on it, <laughs> just for laugh, or, or maybe one of those... um those hats with the fan in it just oh, for nice. convenience i'm not a big hat wearer because i get a very hot head one of those those hats that you can put like a drink in either side of and then straws come down to your mouth as long as the drink is super super cold and will in fact chill out my head yeah exactly what? is is that a good place for us to wrap up questions i think that will
1: do not only the questions but also a show
0: <gasps> well this is a bit where we do the outros. I, 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 <laughs> I was worried you were going to have a, like, a secret bra I didn't know about. <laughs> no, I was going to lead us into the outros. I wasn't oh, sure okay. how to do it. Do you want to do it?
1: Well, I think that's all we've got time for today. Laura, where can we find you on the internet?
0: You can find me at Laura K Buzz pretty much everywhere. Laura K Buzz on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Laura K Buzz on YouTube. Uh, you can also find me Monday to Friday, 9 to 5 at kataki.co.uk. You can find me on Dose Funk, which is a DD real play podcast. It's we play 5th edition. I'm on Seasons 3 and 4. I will point this out to people, because I've had a, f- a couple of people mention it this week. I turn up, like, 8 episodes into Season 3, so if you start listening to Season 3 and I'm not there, that's why. Uh What about you, Jane? I can be found on the internet at stonemonkeyradio.blog. I'm Maniac, J. I'm on Twitter and youtuber And I'm on SoundCloud.com as Jane Iris Magnet. where you might be listening to this. Woo! And with that, that's probably a place for us to wrap up, so... Thank you for listening, and until next time, be a stranger!